Open Tape Podcast. We got Donnie back here. He's an inspector. What's up? What's up? What's up? Right outside of Baltimore. And uh, uh, yeah, man, we're super excited. He's uh, he's came on here before, and it was a great time before. I think, man, it was right when the freezes happened, um, and everybody was on calls. I think we had a fourth guy on the show as well, and he was out running service calls. He was on the show through the van. And, uh, yeah, I think it was, it was Wayne, right? It was a wild time. So, Donnie, so what do you do now? Tell us a little bit about yourself for the people who are just now, you know, sh- following the show. Yeah, man. So, um, probably like 18 to 19 years in the sprinklers right now. Um, but for the last 10, pretty much uh, 90% service inspections. So that's pretty much my daily. My daily thing is um, I'm like mostly inspections i mean because i got my level three so donnie the inspector so. baby oh he's got the level three in the house okay that's awesome yeah. and what were so you doing like, today i was looking at your instagram what's your instagram again uh oh man i don't even uh, like all right so bobby knows the history on this but my old instagram well you know it too, i'll get it yeah you, you were de- you yeah. were deleted right yeah, for like no, they still haven't given me a reason, and I just kind of like didn't fight it. I already made the new one, and the new one's kind of so. Donnie, off, Donnie so. got deleted. He was just starting to gain some traction. His, if you want to get him on Instagram, it's Don underscore Sprinkler Nerd. Yeah. He's always posting content. I appreciate the tags. You always posting content, videos, it's bro. Fun. Very good Go content. Give him a follow. Let's get his so following back up. Instagram deleted him. Test header. Yeah, I was. Um, so we're on this. Uh, it's like a uh, right now we're actually on a, a whole week job. It's like a like three fifteen story towers, but it's um it's all like one building. It's like a uh, retirement slash um, uh, assisted living facility. So fun stuff because we're gonna deal with joint commission. I'm sure. So I'm sure they're gonna pick my reports apart. But yeah, I found uh, uh yeah the one yesterday, man. I was actually pretty surprised. Uh, we had a NXT uh, 768. That uh, man, the, the piston was completely seized up, and that's pretty, pretty rare for that valve. Now the 756 is prior to that. That was that's super common because that piston, that big brass piston. But with the 768s, with the round like little diaphragm that they have on the back now, they kind of did away with that. So it's got to be like a bad actuator, either that or the piston lines just clogged up. I didn't. Yo, what wanna... up, Foreman Teague? So what, what up, kept Steve? Is that what up, Tristan? The actuator was bad. I, I'm assuming the actuator's bad, um, but it's either that or the priming line's got a bunch of junk. But I pulled the, I pulled the strainer out of the priming line, and I, it, it looked pretty clear. So that's usually the case if that's seized, if that's like, like locked up. It's usually the strainer, but that's got to be the actuator. But I didn't want to fool with it too much because the minute you, um, you break that thing loose, then you can't get it reset, and then I'm going to be leaving them wet. I mean, which is probably I mean, I told him, I told the guy, I was like, you know, basically you're on a, this valve is basically impaired. So that zone and it's feeding, really, you should do fire watch. But I mean, we can't tell him to do that. You know, we can only encourage it. Right. Encourage it as strongly yeah. as you can. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because yeah, like I told him, I was like, <laughs> if something happens, this valve's nine times out of 10 is not going to trip. <laughs> there you go. You see this? Th- open yeah. Thing? We printed. So, so what we're doing. And I encourage everybody who loves the Dope and Tape show is to go on there and order like a hundred stickers and put them everywhere in your city. That's what I've been doing. I got, I got a whole bunch of them. So if I see you, I'm giving them to you. Yeah, this I'm gonna keep it with me as well. Movement. I'm gonna put them all over it's Atlanta. A movement. I can't wait till my hats come in. I just ordered a bunch of stuff myself. Yeah, this is uh, you guys. You guys have definitely taken off since the beginning. That's awesome. Man. We're trying, man. Yeah, We're having all- a good time doing it. It's only been get, like four or five months. Yeah, I would love to get more involved with you guys. I'm just always super busy. But My neighbor awesome. is setting off um, fireworks right now for his kid's birthday. It's it's kind of late to be doing fireworks, but we'll let it we'll let it slide, right? We're gonna let it slide. What up, Wayne? If you're joining us right now, thank you. Please hit the like button. It really helps get the video out there to newer people. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe. We got Donnie, a returning guest. He's an inspector in Baltimore. Um, Donnie, you're a van guy. Um, I see you working out almost every day. Your dad, you are doing it all, huh? I'm trying, man. It's 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 a it's a struggle sometimes. <laughs> you're cooking that good food. Yeah, your food. Oh, and uh, are you you like dancing? Are you a dancer? 
man. I mean, I like it, but I'm like not that good at it. You know, like a I, see, white. I see you dancing, bro. <laughs> That's it. Better than so, I'm so doing. So are you a, are you a, like an American guy like me, married yes. to a Latin guy, a Latin lady, or? I mean, we're not married yet. We were. Um, so yeah, we're like in. I guess we're we're engaged, but um, I don't know. It's, it's Where's she from? Right <laughs> She's Mexican. Okay. I know all about that, man. I'm super, like, I'm super, I'm super, the culture is, like, super ingrained in me now. I don't know why. I just really enjoy it. I really like Mexican culture, like, everything about it. The music, the food, everything. It's awesome. That is awesome. I could tell. Correct. I could I mean, tell by your page. Going in, um, I'm going in August again, and I'm going to go to the um, the small town where her parents are from. Um, so it's going to be, that's gonna, that'll be cool. It's in uh, it's awesome. in Pue- it's in Puebla. There's like nothing around apparently. Like where they're, but we're gonna do some other stuff. We're gonna like see Mexico City. So hopefully, I, uh, hopefully, hopefully I come back because Mexico City's pretty dangerous right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all dangerous to leave the United States, isn't it? I mean, it's dang- It's just I don't feel like any more threatened there than I did like working in DC or Baltimore. So but I guess see, I'm you gonna... <laughs> you can pass as a, as Mexican though. Like I can't. I'm far <laughs> from it, but you can pass. Everybody you know? tells me that, like, so, like, I'm learning, I'm, like, learning the language. I mean, I'm learning Spanish. Like, I practice it every night on the, on an app. Um, so, because I, I want to be fluent in two years. Like, that's my goal. That's but, awesome, yeah. bro. But with that being said, um, like, everybody tells me, they're like, once you learn the language, you're going to be good. Because they're like, your accent. Like the way I switch, I'm able to switch up my accent and pronounce words. They're like, you pronounce it perfect. They're like, you sound like you're from like Mexico or El Salvador. You could be the uh, dope and tape translator, bro. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if I'll be that good. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. Fiance's cousin, that dude is like, it's funny because he came here as a young kid. But anyway, without getting too involved like in the story, he can like, like we'll be like, you know, because there's some people in her family that don't speak English. And like, he'll just be translating back and forth and i'm like how do you do it so good it's like he's just like he should really be working for i've told him like you should be like a translator for the courts or something i'm like because you definitely got oh, that yeah, gift. Yeah, absolutely that's a good skill I do to have, have a question for you i'm not yeah. here with a super controversial question i'm sure you've seen it or, or heard of it is the new the new fire sprinkler uh painted um code that's coming out on the new code book so I haven't actually heard of this, so I'm interested. Yeah, so it is it's down, man. basically in a nutshell. Uh guys in the in the comments, find the code and uh and give us the code number. And then uh but basically it is up to the inspector to interpret if the fire sprinkler head is uh it is inoperable. Yeah. See, I'm I don't I don't like that. And the reason I don't like that is because I feel like you're putting all of the responsibility on the inspector and I'm not an engineer. Neither are most inspectors. You know what I mean? So that's why I like, because the way code was written and before it even gets into like, um, like, like even NFPA 25, it says like, as you, the inspector on site should be able to deem like coverage issues. And I'm like, well, yeah, but, I don't have a degree in fire protection engineering. So the fact that, I mean, like, yeah, if his head's super painted, obviously, like, I know it's nine times out of 10 going to need replaced because that paint covering that head is going to affect the, it's not going to affect if the head's going to go off because unless it's like completely splattered in paint, um, it's probably going to still go off. But it's going to affect the time, you know what I mean? That it's going to, the reaction time because that paint, is now providing a border between, you know, that fusible link or that glass bulb, which would expand much quicker because it's metal or glass than, you know, if there's paint on it, you know, which is obviously like dries up almost like plastic. So, but like, if it's like a slight bit of overspray or something on the, you know, body of the head, I don't think that's going to make a huge difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, this I got, is where I got the code right t- here. Just trying to sift through to the good part. Keep talking. This is where is this I think this is what it will happen, in my opinion, and from what I've seen. Um, so, 
if there's some overspray, you're gonna have you're gonna be like, okay, yeah, that's you know that's still fine, right? I'm cool with yeah. that. And then on the ones that are obviously covered, you're like, I'm not good with that. But new here's where the big problem's gonna be when those new inspectors come through and they got the flashlight, and then they're seeing the painted sprinkler head that the engineer has went the year before that and cleaned it. You know, cleaned it with a with a solvent. Oh wow. And when they when they clean it with the solvent, all you really see, especially if it's good engineer and he cleans it really well, all you'll really see is like a little ring of white underneath the seat. And and you'll see that on the other on like the back side of the seat on in, inside the seat where the brass is, and that's just indication that it's been cleaned. So a new inspector will be like, Oh, there's paint, but it's not that much. But it's it's actually detrimental because i don't know if you've seen this one and now you know but i thought that code uh, says you can't clean with solvent so can you clean with solvent 100 percent no yeah i didn't think so do because i was like i thought that was like code was like strictly okay. against it it was like it was like yeah, uh, no. almost like i preached to guys like about um like you know for example when they like when you get a dry valve with like a crap like a shitty clapper <laughs> that's like just went to shit um, sorry for my language, but when you just get like a drive off clap, Swear away. Like crap, um, it's just like uh, guys want to put grease on it to get it reset. And I'm like, you guys need to read the code book or at least have a knowledge because it strictly tells you not to put grease on stuff like faceplate gaskets or clappers. Like it's like a no, no. So the yeah, new code, um, the, the word, the literature that's in the code is that if it's detrimental to sprinkler performance. And the inspector is now going to be the be the judge on that if the sprinkler head That's, is going to be detrimental or not. And how do you know? I'm just not a fan yes. of that. Like I said, because like they're putting all the blame on us. I mean, like you know, at the end of the day, like we're not engineers. We didn't design that sprinkler head. I mean, because I'm sure if you look at the manufacturer specs, they're going to say anything on that head deems it inoperable. So here so we are. A, a little 100%. paint corrosion and loading can be okay in certain cases, but how much of this material qualifies and where? It's one thing to know that not every painted, corroded, or loaded sprinkler head needs to be replaced. It's another to make a judgment call about when these new sprinklers are necessary. Don't touch. So it's a lot. So what will happen is, like I said, is the engineers will clean it. They're not supposed to, but they don't care. You know, yeah. they're they're going off of bottom line budgets, and they're going to clean it. New guy inspector comes in, you know, and then he sees just a little bit about in the back side and the front side. Of the seat, then he just sees a little bit. But I gotta ask you, you know, have you ever tried to open up a, a window that's been painted? Good luck. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, you're you're not gonna get open. And then who are you to well, say that's, that like, that's not on? You know, I, had a, I had an engineer one time um, tell me. Have that... you ever tried to open a window that's painted? I love that one. Yeah, it's tough, or a door, or anything for that matter. I mean, it's just it is. It's, it's tough. tough. It is. So I had an engineer one time ask, um, I was, I wrote up a bunch of his, um, sprinkler heads that were on a loading dock. It was heated. Um, but it was like a ton of, you know, moisture and condensation just from, you know, doors opening all the time and stuff like that. So the like they were all corroded like so bad. And I'm like, he's like, ah, oh, you're just being picky. You're just trying to write me up for stuff. I'm like, dude, listen, I'm like, corrosion is like one of the leading failures of sprinkler heads. I'm like, cause it's electrolysis. I'm like, you're getting a, two different types of metals that get all that corrosion, that green, nasty corrosion in there. I'm like, they literally like stop ahead from going off. I mean, it might not, it probably won't, but it could. Did you know yeah. at the Union Hall there's an American flag made of sprinkler pipe and the heads for stars? Where do I find a picture? We are Union live. Hall where? I don't know. It's Tyson firing off. Uh, it's Tyson firing off questions to the text. Calls. I wonder if that's at my union. I think, talking I, think about. I, I think I lost you guys for a minute. Sorry. I don't know. Oh, if that was my no, that's okay. Oh, we still it's got right. you. Now, now remind us who brought you in to fire protection. Like you've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. So it's a crazy story, but um. So back in the day, my grandfather, he was a union carpenter and he used to hang out at this bar all the time in Laurel in Maryland, which is like directly in between Baltimore and DC. Anyways, um, through him being in there all the time, he, you know, met friends. It was a, it was like a known sprinkler hangout. So a foreman at a pretty big, um, well, he was a superintendent, 
at a pretty big um, fire protection company called National Fire Protection. He was there, and he was like, uh, my grandson needs a job, or is anyone y'all hiring? He's like, actually, I need apprentices. So that's kind of was my start. Nice. Uh, I did. Wow. I did. I did work union for about four and a half years, and I was kind of a hothead apprentice. Um, I was just, I was pretty just crazy. Like my my marbles weren't all there as a, as a youngster. <laughs> We've all had that I moment. Just, we we talked was, about our was, time on the show bad, before. And if you knew like people that knew me as a young kid, they would be like, "What the hell?" It's like dude made like a three hundred sixty degree turn, a hundred eighty degree turnaround. Because Leo, sorry, my toddler's touching my phone. Um, but yeah, uh, so anyways, yeah, that was my start. So I started with a union company and I got out for like about seven years um, and worked for some small non-union outfits um, and then got into inspections about 11 years ago, going on 12 years ago. And um, it's kind of been like, I loved inspections and service. I was like, man, this is my niche. If I'm going to stick doing this work, this is what I got to keep doing. And then I just kind of like dove into it and I really just liked it. I liked it every day. I liked the flowing water. I like, you know, all the stuff like that. Finding the problems. Yeah. You you guys get to find the problems as the inspectors. That's the cool aspect. Yeah. And I like not even just being able to find it, but I like giving the customer or trying to give the customer. Now, not all companies get on board with this, but for the last two companies I've worked with, they've pretty much given me free reign to like, you know, do my inspections the way I deem, but, um, I tell you what, man, like I like to provide like a solution, you know what I mean? Like a better solution than what they have. Like, for example, like if you got like this big ass freaking old crusty ass OSOY valve and it's just like won't shut because it's seized up. Like I'd much rather give you a butterfly valve, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, or like if, it's, for example, like that 768 drive valve that was, um, that was seized up the other day. Like, you know, if we can give you something better or I can provide you something that I know is going to last you a longer time. I feel like, and and whether you bite or not, you know, like, like, I mean, like Brian said, a lot of these customers are just, they want whatever's the cheapest, but you'd be amazed. I mean, some customers will, they'll be like, yeah, well, if this is going to last us a lot longer, we'll go on board with it. But a lot of guys, I just feel like they don't really like, not, I, I shouldn't say a lot of guys, but I think, I feel like, I feel like people like, just don't want to like ask like, Hey, you know, we could give you this and this will last 10 years compared to this. It will last like two. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's up beetle? You know, what who, that comes, who are you what beetle? What up? To is uh, if the customer trusts you that yeah. like how your relationship is with that customer. <laughs> and if there's trust is if you can, if they'll do that is that they don't trust says, you, they won't, they will not care at that point. We got Beetle pee, on YouTube. He you. says, if you can pee, you can join the 853. <laughs> Glorified plumbers. Thanks for your comment. You're probably just jealous. We appreciate you, though. Hit the like button while you're in there. <clears throat> if you can that's pee, what they call you can join the 853. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. I've heard so many like... I've heard so many like arguments about like non-union versus non-union. It's like a huge controversy. And for me, like, I mean, if I ever had to go back non-union, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't. But for me, and the benefits just like far outweigh. You're six six nine now, Donnie. Yeah, six six nine. We got we got a lot of six six nine guys that are following us. And yeah, when I mean, we, get, just... we get busy in Boston, and when the 550 bench clears, so to speak, yeah, yeah. we uh, we pick up 669 travelers, yeah. yep. and they pick up our rate, and they love it. Sometimes we keep them. Sometimes yeah. they're able to transfer in. I mean, yeah, city locals are definitely, um, like, if you're in an area where the union is strong, city locals, I'm sure, are definitely better. At the end of the day, bar. we are all screwing that black pipe, baby, putting food yeah. on the table. That's what I say, too. If you're in a city and you're in an area where all the unions are strong, the electrical, the carpentry, the flooring, the painting, if every union is strong, then I recommend joining a union. But yeah. if you're out in I mean, fucking like, Kansas and the only you only got just one union that's doing good, it might be right. good. It might not be good. Just weigh out your – weigh, weigh it out. You know? Yeah. I never knock guys that are like non-union just because I've worked both, and I know that – like I'll be honest, like I learned a shitload more working non-union. I just Same. when I was in the union, I was just a pipe dog. I was literally just like, 
Yeah, we got a lot of knowledge in the non-union. You kind of just got yeah. uh, got sent out to the wolves uh, as a first year, you yeah. know? Same. Yeah, I mean, I literally left the union as still an apprentice, and I went to work for this small company. Um, and the guy was like, well, I'm going to have to pay you a little less than what you're making, but I also need you to run work. And I'm like, oh, well, all right, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, apprentice uh, so foreman. Dude, so I remember like, I remember my first would... job. I ran. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I remember my first job I ran like as a foreman, like coming from, like I said, being an apprentice and just being on big jobs all the time, like install jobs. My first job was like a five-story hotel. It wasn't huge, but it wasn't small. And they were like, it was just me and a green helper. I'm like, this is going to fucking suck. (laughs) You got it done, though. And it was being run by like these general contractors that were like from New Jersey, but it was in Baltimore. And they were like, um, man, how do I say this without offending anybody? They were like some Middle Eastern dudes, right? And they were like their own general contractor and everything. And we would like leave on a Friday and like we would come in on Monday and they would have added rooms like all over the place. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how that shit's working in Jersey, but here in Maryland, that shit is not going to fly with the state fire marshal. Wayne says, UA strong. We got Terpy Daniels in the comments. He says, I love Don's content. I'm an apprentice myself doing inspections, testing, and maintenance slash repair. And his videos on tips and tricks for resetting dry valves and things are greatly appreciated. That's awesome. awesome. Not, know that's what it's all about, that, man. That, that's what I'm saying. That's There's not a lot of people posting sprinkler content. Now that we're out there, everybody is. Just post it. This is the whole to my reason new, uh... for Dope and Tape. This is the whole reason they created community. Because we had Shout nothing. Out. Uh, shout out to my new apprentice that I just got with me. Um, he's been with me for almost a month now. He's a friend of mine for quite a few years. Super smart with cars, and not my. They were looking for apprentices at my company, and I'm like, I'm like, you should give this guy a shot. Like, I'm like, he's a little older. I'm like, but he wants to start something new. I'm like, he doesn't. He's not really like thinking long term at his job that he's at. I'm like, so he's kind of want to start something new, and it was like, ultimate. It was like a great decision. I mean, he's just like caught on right away he's already like i mean i feel you know you ever just have that apprentice and you just feel comfortable letting him go like i feel like that with him already some of them just get it quick yeah he just did he just like picked it up super quick but he's been getting a lot of like i'm like look man when you're like if you're able to like when you're doing stuff i'm like grab content of like flowing water and grab content (laughs) and he's like he's like all on board with it and he's even posting stuff on his page um so he's like i mean it's, it's like awesome so it's because it, it's hard to get it sometimes when you're just like i know you don't do many inspections bobby but brian brian can attest to this like sometimes you're just scrambling because like you got to be at three places at once you know especially if you're tripping a bunch of valves and doing a bunch of stairwells and all that shit at the same time it's like i need a third so, arm so i can fucking have it videotaping yeah. me at all times when baby. i'm gonna do the inspections i would uh I would start with whatever sucks the most or takes the most time or something I don't want to do. Like, I'll just hit it the first thing. That's how I do my, my day work. Same thing. If I'm going in to do yeah. ad relocates, but you got to, like, re- relocate this one line, I'm going right after the shittiest thing first and then, like, coasting. Get it out of the There's way. time, like, if, if everything scheduling-wise allows, I always do the pump first because the way I look at it is, like I need to, I need to rule out of any water issues with that pump first. Like any kind of, you know, suction or discharge issues. If there's like an issue with the pump, I want to know that right away because if there is it at, and I'm like, I don't want to start full tripping dry valves where that pump's going to be running all day and it's already sucking down to like 10 psi or whatever or something crazy because they've we've been. I don't know if you guys have been dealing with this, but ever since COVID, we've been dealing with a lot of water issues. Like I don't know if they just did a ton of work during COVID. And I've left, I mean, like five or six pumps in the past year, man, of like, I've had to like, like, you got to, we can't get 150%, but it's got it all these other years. Like, you need to call the city and have the municipal water company come here and just double check. They pulled some underground. They had this issue and they pulled some underground. They thought that the valve was partially, they thought the valve was stuck partially shut and it was, uh. It's just the the cake and the buildup on the inside of the pipe. It takes a six yeah. inch pipe and it makes it three inch, yeah. and that's yeah, all you're getting. Yeah, especially if you're not flushing enough. You know what I mean? Well, see, you're also in a very, I would say, democratic state. So, how was it during COVID there? Like, was it? I'm sure um, you are all, all running work, but I don't know how the the cities were. So it was weird for like. 
I'd say three, like three weeks to like six weeks. Like they were like, we were really unsure. Like a lot of buildings were kind of just shut down and they were like, well, we're not going to allow nobody in. We're not, you know, we're not going to do any testing. And then it kind of just picked back up. And like, I mean, we, it's just in, we're just in a lot of empty buildings. It's cr- It's crazy. But now we're seeing the big switch in our area from because, like they say, DC is like the number one at home, work at home state, whatever. But anyways, that makes um, sense. Yeah, you're seeing the big switch to residential. There's, I mean, everything that they're throwing up around here lately is residential. So it's like just transitioning from big office buildings to residential. I mean, there's just building huge residential condo complexes everywhere. Like, all right, I got to ask yeah. you guys uh, a little side question. If you guys know what a bubbler is. A bubbler? A bubbler. A bubbler. Yeah. What's a, what's a bubbler? I'm lost. No? It's a bubbler, kid. So you go and you're in a public place and you go to a bathroom, right? There's a men's room and a ladies' room. And right in between it, there's a spot you go if you're parched. You get a little <laughs> sip from the uh, from the old bubbler. No? Bubbler. What do you guys call that thing? Water? <laughs> a water fountain? What are you talking about right now? It's a fucking bubbler. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's what, that's what we call it up here. I swear, man. People are there. Fucking Boston's in their fucking shit that they make. So up. if you got, say you got like a, a steak and cheese, a ham and cheese, an Italian, it's on a long uh, loaf of bread, and you got all the fixings in it. What do you call that thing? That's a, a hoagie. How about you, Bri? Calling that a hoagie up there? Yeah, um, I remember you asking me last night, and I was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so if you oh, like, you, you're getting a steak and cheese or a ham and cheese, like, what what do you call that? A large oh, sandwich? A sandwich? Yeah. No, nah, it's a grinder. Or if it's like grinder. if it's like a long like sub, <laughs> it's a sub, you know? Oh, it's, it's not... a grinder. I said, Brian, do you know what grinder is? He goes, Yeah, it's an app. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, like. Bobby's on it every Tuesday. Wife will be like, what do you want to get to eat? And I'll be like, I can go for the steak and cheese grinder. Or when you're passing uh, yeah, by the uh, like, restroom, you're like, hold on, let me get a sip. Let me get a sip sub. from let me get a sip from the bubbler. The bubbler. Hey, just say park the car <laughs> in the yard. No, you park gotta park the car. Parked it. You gotta park yeah. the car in the Harvard yard. <laughs> <laughs> that always makes me laugh. <laughs> Park the car that in the commercial Harvard, yeah. where it's like the car parks itself. It's like in the harbor, parked it. And it's- <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good, bro. Check this out. Oh, so the uh, the job I was doing today, did y'all see my story? They piped the fuck. Uh, so the garage, right? We were in the garage. So there's two. So this building is big. Like I said, there's eight dry systems. Um, two. There was two fire pumps. One feeds like I think the building was probably built in phases. What so up, Tyson? That, uh, the uh the one I think the one fire pump probably wasn't enough to handle the second phase, so they added it in. And anyways, um the fucking second fire pump guys, they piped the test header in the garage. And I told the engineer, I'm like, I mean, I've seen it like one other time and I hated it. I'm like, but it's this the other garage. So what, you gotta run it, hoses? Or you just flow it in the garage? Flow it in the garage. There's oh dude, we would have had to have a thousand fucking feet of hose to run that thing outside. The entrance was like way on the other side. So I've seen it one other time. I've done it one other time, but the garage was like not a real garage, if that makes sense. It was just like an overhang and the garage was outside and below grade, but it was like not attached to the building, if that makes sense. How about when the test header's in the pump room? Oh, that doesn't, I've seen, that's, that's quite, that's like pretty freak. That's like, I'd say. I hate that. Yeah, I'm, I, it doesn't bother me. I mean, as long as it's like accessible. I've done, I've done a new install where that's how that's how it was designed. That's how it was supposed to be. But it's got all the outlets in the one, corner of the room, and you got to run all the hose out. Yeah. Now this one was in the garage, and I told the engineer there was like boxes all over the place on the floor in the garage, and it's like, you know, like I said, it was like a, it's like an assisted living place. There was like stuff everywhere, and I'm like, I told the engineer, I'm like, are you sure this is? He's like, ah, oh, the floor drains can handle it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. So I told my friend this. I'm like, I'm like, look, this is what we're gonna do. I'm like, we're gonna, we're gonna churn the pump, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna flush. I'm gonna flush the, sh- flush it out, and then I'm gonna shut down the tests that are just in between. I'm like, I'm gonna do a flush, then I'm gonna do my 100%. I'm gonna shut down. And I'm gonna do my 150%. Shut back down, like let the water recede, and then I'm gonna do my transfer test, and then obviously done. But I'm like, look, 
Like this is crazy. But it, it, the floor drain was holding the water. Surprisingly, we let it recede. But man, if we would have kept that thing going the whole time, like the water was already starting to creep up to the door where the elevator lobby was. And I'm like, this would have been bad if it went in the elevators and like goes up and fills that pit. I'm like, we're gonna be on the hook for that. I'm not doing that. That's awesome. I, I flooded out like one thing. One like I mean like a bad like I flooded something bad like, and it really wasn't my fault. But it, I mean, it, I guess it was my fault because I didn't look um, where the water was going. But, you know, obviously when my apprentice is outside, I can't be two places. So we were in D.C. Right. and we were doing this um, big, it was like a food bank, like a warehouse, a huge warehouse. They had like a 1,500 gallon pump. So we had to run all these hoses out to the street. It was like probably like 200 foot of hose per stream. It was a lot. And when I guess we, it was a 1500 pump. So we're doing 150. Everything was going smooth, but the water started to like crest over people's like, over the curb. And when it did that, like, instead of like, you would think that like when you would build a garage, you'd build the house up off grade and then the garage would go like up, you know, to go into your garage. But no, this one went down into the garage and it like flooded like six people's garages and they were like outside fucking screaming at us. And I'm like, I, like, what do you want me to do? What are you doing? It fucking rains hard. That's what I want to know. Did you, um, sometimes it's just you know, bad designs, man. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of times, well, it wasn't really on us. Because it's just to, like, I mean, what would they have done if the water had to look at, at situations you know I mean? like that, you know? Yeah, and for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely get them to send you an email before you do yes. things that you know that I ah, might be, it yeah. might be a yeah. problem. Send yeah. me an email saying Set. to go yeah. ahead. You it's know? funny how they'll, they'll, they'll second. They'll rethink when they say, oh, yeah, just go ahead. You're fine. Be like, all right, can you send me an email and give me permission? And they'll be like, uh, yeah. like, yeah, it's not that it's not that fine, right? You won't put in a fucking email. Right? Yeah, I got that. As, so we did a we did a um, it was like ad relocate heads for a new build out for a new company that was coming into this uh, building on like a corner of a of a busy road. And I was going to go over there, do the inspection of the work and i failed it because they never had a five year so my manager was like go ahead and pass it this is crap you know you're just looking at our work and everything blah 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 i was like you know what? i would love to do it i'll just give them a compliance tag all i need is you to send me an email and then he started getting pissed i was like bro it's not a big deal man just send me an email and i'll do it <laughs> e email was never sent he said just get out of there i'll do it yeah send me the email send me an email yeah because it's all about the t-shirt industry you know you have to Fucking protect crickets, yourself kid especially in life safety yeah. and then also you have property damage which you you know you looked at today you have to protect you your company your reputation because you know it's yep. really easy especially in trades all trades to point figures at, at this guy or that guy, you know, yeah. it's tradesmen, especially I would say number one guys who are like the art of pointing fingers. It was that guy. GC. It was the guy before. That's why yeah, I don't like GCs when they're like, bah, 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 I don't like when companies guy, set it up where like one guy does the mains and then you got a branch line crew and then you got a pipe in the heads crew. And then you got the testing crew. I hate that because every new crew is blaming the guy that came before. I don't mm -hmm. It's whoever's running the job. You keep him there from the start, and whether or not he's seen it or he let it go or one of his guys fucked him, he's got to take the blame. It's his job. I was blaming them guys today. I was like, who the fuck installed this job to put the test header in the garage? <laughs> Fucking jackasses. <laughs> it was them, those bastards. All right, so let's hit the apprentices with a word of advice from the two inspectors. Some new advice for any maybe up-and-coming apprentice that's trying to do testing and inspection. Just for me? take pride like in what you do like get educated like pick up 25 and read it like even if it's just like browsing through even if it's one page and, a day even if you can fit in one page a day right even if it's just the basics like knowing what you're working on like look at code because once you start diving into code you'll realize that a lot of the shit you've been doing for many years is fucking wrong like <laughs> you're doing it wrong there's there's a right and a wrong way. I mean, there's a there's everybody has different ways of doing shit. But if you're doing it per code, it doesn't matter. Like if you're doing it a different technique than I'm doing, but at least do it per code. You know what I mean? 
and take on some pride in your shit, man. Like take some pride in what you do. Like don't like just go in somewhere and like hurry, trying to hurt. I mean, I'm, I'm the number one guy that tells you I want to go home. <laughs> yeah, <When> I'm, <laughs> I'm already thinking how quick I can get that job done to get the fuck out of there. But that's I've what I want to do. That like my like I have like a system now that I usually go with. Like I said, when I go into a building, I'm like fire pump. If there's dries, I do dries. Then I do stairwells. Then I do hose valves last. So it's like that's just my system. But somebody else could yeah, do it with so- the exact, and it's not wrong. But just make sure you're like doing shit for code and i mean like i said but have some pride in your shit but learn to be like like i try to be efficient like quick as quick as i can get the fuck out of there but also i try to catch every single thing that i can there's 10 ways to skin a cat donnie like a hundred percent like everything you said is exactly what i would do like even when my apprentice we had him on here on the show and me and him as soon as we roll up we're we're out of the truck yeah rocking and rolling and then and we would get done as you know with plenty of time and then i left he got with another guy and i was like how how long are y'all you know at the job for he's like dude we're there all day like for like eight hours i'm like what like we would get there at nine we were home at three like we're getting it done you know getting it done kid yeah it doesn't take eight hours to do eight hours of work when Sometimes. they send me in on nine o'clock starts, I'm like automatically ready to pull the gun out of the closet and blow my fucking head off. I like <laughs> six o'clock starts, baby. Like, give me the early shit, man. Six. I love o'clock. that shit. I don't give a shit. Like, if it's after six o'clock, I'm already irritated. But I mean, you know, I get it. It comes inspections. You got to give and take. You know what I mean? I know that. Like, I know that you know, every job being going to start at six, because especially getting into more of the residential stuff. Terpy Daniels. Like Definitely not inspection. Terpy Daniels no is back. It's like eight, nine o'clock. I got, I got level two nice at, and I have two guys that I work with doing it 20 years and don't know some of the things I do based on codes and see how much stuff has been missed over the years. That's what I'm saying, man. A lot of guys get their code from like sitting on a bucket yeah. at coffee from guys who don't know the fucking code. Yeah, that's not sure. that's not a spot to get your code. If you if you want to know the answer, there's a fucking book for it, and you open it and you fucking read it, and then you'll know the answer definitively to yourself, not what fucking Larry yeah. says on the. And I will next tell to you, Brian can attest to this, I'm sure. But like anything that's not explained clearly through code, if you look in that annex hard enough for that chapter and that subsection of what you're looking for, you can find it. The annex like explains everything. It's wild. Like, I didn't even 100%. know that until yeah. I started, like, dwelling into that, you know what I mean, with the level three, because level three has a lot of shit in the annex on it, and it's, it's a lot of weird questions on the level three, like, stupid shit, like, a lot of foam shit, a lot of tank shit, like, shit that I don't normally deal with, so I was like, I definitely had to, like, do my research on it. I was nervous as hell for level three, I ain't gonna lie, I was like, I'm gonna fail this fucking thing. Anybody but watching, you got any it, questions, send the I questions in, we'll answer them live. Twice. You failed the level three twice? Yeah, probably by, like, I got... I barely failed. You know, they show you like your score. Barely. It's failed. a tough test. I mean, it's not like super. It's not like I'm not going to say it's like impossible or try to scare anybody away from it, but it's definitely a difficult test. Like it's Which definitely it the level two. Study like, up. Yeah, it should be. How do you guys feel about a? Well, I know this really doesn't pertain too much to you, but how do you guys feel about individual licensing? Well, I guess it could have pertained to you even for install. How do you feel about that on like a state and nationwide level even? What do you think so, um, for example, individual, like, individual license. I, like, I, I, I'm yeah, totally so for it. To, I like think it, everybody should have it. I'm with it. Yeah, my backflow is my license. My state <clears throat> license, like Georgia issues me an inspector's license. In Massachusetts, okay. you cannot work on or test sprinkler systems unless you have a license. You can't so work on anybody else. inspections unless you have a number. Virginia just adopted that like kind of system, but they haven't really implemented it yet. Like it's still, I think it's still like on a county by county basis if they want to enforce it. But you're supposed to have at least a nice set level two with so many work, and you're supposed to provide them like a whole work history and have like a license to the Department of Labor of Virginia. But D.C. or Maryland. They haven't done any of that. I mean, you're supposed to hold at least a nice at level two in DC and Maryland to do inspections on sprinkler systems, but there's really nobody enforcing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of like the thing with Alabama. 
like they have a tagging system right but as far as like the individual inspectors not requiring a, a number i don't like when like one person has the license and then like a bunch of people get to work under that license i want everybody yeah you can send anybody you know six months as an inspe as an apprentice like all right you're cool go you know go handle no. some garden style apartments i don't like it's that fine Everybody should be doing an eight thousand hour apprenticeship to get so a many, state license. So many variables. Yeah. And water damage. Do you your eight. Do your eight thousand hours and get your state season. license, and then uh, then you can work on sprinklers um, unsupervised, unchaperoned. Yeah. I definitely right? agree. Absolutely. What do you guys think yep. in the comments? How does the um, how's the stream coming in? You like how I got the logo there on the side now? We're learning. We're learning. We got the. Uh, we got the merch is up on our website. If you want to get a hat or a sticker or something, go I'm ahead. gonna be wearing like that nonstop dope and tape stuff like every day. I ordered so one. Driving, I ordered so one of every. Crazy. I ordered one of every hat. So what are you guys? Uh, what are you guys involved in right now? Like, like what are you doing on a day to day? Uh fun. Well, sprinklers. I, uh, we're we're doing dope and tape <laughs> stuff. A lot of sprinklers. <laughs> a lot of uh, family. <laughs> a lot of Instagram. I'm on Instagram for yeah, hours, I mean, that's bro. What I'm jobs are you guys on right now like that's what i, sh I should have been clear at work like what are you doing sprinkler um, work. that's what i told my friend the other day he's like what are we doing today i'm like sprinkler work oh that was my favorite i had an old guy that said that to me every fucking day and then i now i'm the guy that says it what are we gonna do today i'll probably do some sprinklers kid i'm just doing my dang <laughs> hospital jobs um a lot of like i'm not doing a lot of pendants to uprights and they're they're changing out to these like fancy ceilings, or they're changing out the VAV. So each you each individual patient room has its own um, HVAC system. And to do that, they take the ceiling down. I got to put the heads upright, and then a week or two goes by, and then I put those same heads back down to a pendant, and they pay me both times. And it's yeah. I'm usually in a sensitive area, but it's like fairly easy work. But I'm typically alone. But I got a big job that's starting up. Um, Boston that's Medical. That's super impressive. How like how much they're involved with the whole like turning stuff to uprights because i've been in buildings where like they've had ceilings down for 10 years and their heads are still like pendants no like, so there's uh, uh the hospitals have third party that they hire there's a few of them like probably in every yeah, hospital joint commission, right? joint commission and all the permits and everything go through them and as soon as they know there's yeah. construction going on they'll be down there and they'll they'll yeah, find you if, if they take the right. ceiling down a day early They'll find them. So, so literally, I'm literally going there. This When I show up, the ceiling is completely in. I pop my tile. I spin it up. And then as I progress through the space, there's laborers following me, taking the tiles out. And then nice. there's there's demo guys like, following him, taking the ceiling down. It works out great. It's I usually like, like it's, super it's typically like a, it's typically a clusterfuck. Like there's a lot of people in a little area because like the electricians oh. are trying to do the same thing. They're trying to take their lights out of the ceiling and make safe, but they also got to put up temp lights. You know, the everybody's last, um, disconnecting from the ceiling. The last non-union outfit I worked for before I got back into the union, they were they did a, a ton of hospitals. So I, I never really got too involved with that on the service. And I would go help them out with pumps and stuff every now and then doing testing. But I'm sure it's very similar here because Joint Commission, I know they're pick, like the building I'm at now, that assisted living place, that Joint Commission oversees that. So. Because it has a medical facility in there. Well, they'll, they'll be coming and they'll be measuring uh, how far my hangers are from the end. And they're looking for yeah. surge clips and they're looking for pipe labels. There's people like, and they went to school for this shit. So they know what they're looking for. And they're in the specs, which typically, I don't know if you how much install you guys do. But if you're like a big time install guy, you're typically not like involved with the specs. Your, whatever your company's sending out is usually already sifted through. And they're usually sending you out the spec item. I recommend checking the spec for yourself, but if you ask yeah, your company to be responsible, if you say if you say to your company, send me the spec, just know that now if you miss something, you're going to be now responsible for missing yeah, it. Whereas if you exactly. leave that spec in the hands of your office, then they missed it. It kind of can take the liability. We were talking about blame game. <clears throat> if you have the spec and you miss something, it's going to be on you. Even with install, like you said, I mean, I felt like I didn't really have the probably the passion back then that I have now for the trade either, but... I feel like it's so dumbed down. Like it's like you said, all the homework's kind of done. Not always. Like not so much in your situations with the hospitals and all that. And right. you also care, so you probably do look at shit every now and especially if you see a new product that you've never seen before. Like take the time, you know what I mean? Pull up the literature on that shit and just see. Like that first time I used that Vic Flex hose. 
Yeah. You know, I read the little paper that came with it and looked at it and I was posting about it and everyone who used it was telling me about it. I think it, when I show up to a brand new job where it's just when you're installing, man, I just you find that tie down point, nice little corner to start with the main. Lock yeah. that corner in or put up uh, put up that first branch line and then I just, I'm just going. I want to just do main until it's done. I want to see you out there with um with the uh torque wrench too, torquing all them Vicks down. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Dude, I was like, I could. I, we did a job. One of my last install jobs was at NIH down in DC. I mean, in, um, Bethesda, right outside of DC, but it's National Institutes of Health. They're the ones doing all the vaccine research and shit like that. But, um, dude, they made us come back, pull all these groove couplings off, and put them back on. Fucking measure them with the groove tape, and then they made us fucking torque them all. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, did you guys? Here? Did you guys fuck one up? No, they just like. Their inspector was like a third party, like you said, but he was for the government. I bet you to like, do to do all that, he probably like found a groove on the ground that was fucked up. Cause we we do jobs for oh. MIT, we do jobs for MIT, and there's multiple people, and these guys literally walk around with a groove tape. And when you go on coffee, they're measuring like your scraps. They're measuring like the piece that's on your lift that you're gonna put up after break. Yeah, that's why you need to set, I guess set that groover like make sure that shit's on point. <laughs> I think we had a groover that like made perfect grooves every time. Um, it was yeah. very very expensive. We might have rented it, but yeah, they they were they were on point there. We weren't allowed to cut rod with the bandsaw unless it was in the vice bench. Have you ever used the cut, like the real cut groover like the it has like a tooth on it and it's like for schedule forty. Like... Oh yeah, I posted a video about that a while back. Maybe I'll bring it back and put it in tomorrow's reel. I use that. I use that. That was a, one of the last installed jobs I did too. It's all government shit. I mean, their government requires Schedule 40 and OSNY valves for like everything. It was a pain. I just happened to be at the shop stocking up, and I I could hear the machine just screaming. And I went in there, and they were cut grooving four inch galvy Schedule 40. Yeah. It's cool. It's pretty wild. Big yeah, die head. Yeah. Ugh. I'm gonna yeah. be looking at some military stuff. Oh yeah, you pricing it up? Yeah. Yeah. For inspections. Um, there you go. It's the you same like facility. Huh? You like you like go out, price the job, then go back and do the job too for your company? I don't I do not hold a wrench anymore. Oh, that's uh, cool. we've had several talks that I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Damn, <laughs> fucking high rolling yeah. Brian. So salesman and so you're a salesman and like what, inspection manager or something? Um no, all I do is, is sales. But he I, looks too I have fucking like, good no. to be turning wrenches. I mean, come on now, like, see, they gotta have this. Fucking <laughs> no, but that's why. Company. That's why talker, when he man. when he is turning wrenches, those videos slab, kid. Just pretend you're turning wrenches. Just bring a couple Same wrenches with you for the sale, and just pretend you're doing something. Bobby, you know, I need like a mustache or something, man. I don't know. I need to do something. <laughs> oh, you got a beard. You got the hair going back, man. I need some it? trademark. I need some trademark <laughs> look. <laughs> I'm gonna start wearing a fucking sombrero to work or something. <laughs> you want you want you can start wearing cool. this hat. I'm gonna start wearing my dope and tape hat. So the the and you um, gotta you gotta if you send me like a trucker hat, I'm down. But I'm not I'm not a fan of the straight bill. There's a the trucker have, hats are on the website. We trucker hats. Whatever you want yeah, on right. there. We got a maternity line, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we got we got we got clothes for the kids, toddlers, kids, whatever you want, whatever you need, kid. I got right. we got a pillow right. with the logo on. You want to get a teddy bear for Valentine's Day? We got you. <laughs> Dopentape.com. I want a fucking. <laughs> no, I want a fucking not dope dope tape. Just kidding. I want a dope and tape mustache. That's what I want. You need to make some fake mustaches. And you send them out. Like some gluons. Yeah, man. It's a good idea. Look it up. I think. I think eventually we'll do like a raffle for like twenty shirts of Bobby's face, and it says "Blow Out Bobby" underneath <laughs> it. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, we gotta sell like at least a thousand tickets, and only one shirt's going out. <laughs> you bastards! And Bobby, you are, sign it. You guys are gonna jinx me. Blow your back out, Bobby. <laughs> Blow your, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Oh, awesome. We got a lot of watcher, a lot of people watching on Twitch. Watchers. Wow. A lot of, a lot of Twitch people. I love it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for having Twitch. Thank you so much. I usually watch you guys. At, if I watch, I watch on Twitch. Okay. Love it. Tell them what they need to do, Bobby. Well, if you would subscribe on YouTube, we'd greatly appreciate it, or follow on Twitch. Um, hit that like button. It really it sends it out so we can reach a bigger crowd. We're trying to get to the to the teenage group 
the teenage demographic of young boys to get into this trade and 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 girls and, and women if they want to but mostly we want some 18 year old uh little whippersnappers to come in here and start hanging pipe with us it's the uh future, yeah, it's the future of our it's the future of our industry and it's it's a it's an old industry and that goes for the entire construction industry as a whole so join a trade it's a skill you have forever it's a skill you never use skill you never lose i think um Oh man, who fucking said that? I watched this video the other day and it like hit the nail on the head. It was basically saying that um I can't remember who it was. It was someone like fucking billionaire, but he was like, Look, he said he would recommend everybody to learn a trade because he said, Okay, say you learn a trade for five years, right? And you say, Fuck this the same for me. I mean, if you haven't fucked your mm. life up too bad to where you'd need the money, you could literally start over. You could still like go to college and get a degree and go do something else, but you always have the trade to you fall can back. Always on. go back like, and be it. that. Always. You never yeah, lose like, he was it. Saying, like, he was basically saying, like, yeah, he was like, you could even start a business, and if your business flops, you have the trade to fall back on. I was like, dude, one hundred percent. You know, I had that same like conversation with my wife. We have a Zool coffee. Man, and, hey, is that Charles know, line? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah, we're just supporting, you know, uh, small. Farms in Colombia. Azul's going to be the first sponsor of the Dope and Tape Show. We're looking for we we're looking for sponsors of the show. If you want to run an ad, yeah, I have a store. The store's up. Reach out. Be our first person to order the coffee. We've been selling a lot in in, uh, in Atlanta. You know, from mm-hmm. the people we know in Atlanta, but we just launched a store. You were doing pop ups, right, Brian? I'll send it to you. You're shipping now. I got you. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's well, great coffee. I tried well, it. it before because it was it was expensive, so I had to like find a way to make it cheaper. But yeah. the the coffee's incredible. You know how normal coffee you buy it, and then it's yeah. like very acidic sometimes, and sometimes bitter. Yeah, it's because Azul's they're uh, damn good they're coffee. Doing, they're picking Do you got the, enough, uh, huh? I know this is probably a stupid question, but. Do you got it in K cup shit? Probably not yet, right? Eventually. No, 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 no. no this is coming from a small farm. Yeah, like, shit. I'm just yeah. asking. And they're hand picking each bean, and and then Ooh. that's why we can maintain the quality. I got you. Yeah, I'll definitely. I'm gonna order some, man. You know, she loves coffee, man. You know, Latinas, man. They drink that it, shit like three bro, times it's the a day. best coffee you'll ever. It, I mean, it's sex in a cup, bro. I it mean, is you the love best. Coffee, yeah, it really is because it's it's so. I mean. So every every batch that we we prepare, the farmer who prepared it, his name is on the bag. Oh, that's Damn. Yeah. yeah. And every it's, two it's every two bags small. that you drink, the farmer's cool. gonna come and help you hang pipe too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put on some overalls and a, and a hard hat. You know some thoroughgoods. Welcome to America, baby. That's Let's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So we're thinking Azul is gonna be the first sponsor of our show. We'd like to start getting sponsors potentially at the beginning of the show. Um, if there's anybody out there in the market, want a 30 second ad in the beginning of the Dope and Tape Show, reach out to us. So what's going on? Like what I was telling (laughs) Sarah is like if Azul like crash, like if let's say it doesn't work for whatever reason, right? Hurricane something destroys a farm or whatever, and we had to like regroup for a little bit. Then you know I can always hang pipe. You're still a sprinkler fitter, baby. They can't take that away from you. I can start anywhere next day. You know I can knock on the door. Hey. You know, sign me up. Let me go hang some pipe. Give me a Brian's truck. back to doing inspecting, baby. Let's so go. They would take you back in a heartbeat. 100%. Learn a trade. Learn a skill. You keep it forever. Steve says it's good coffee. I say it's good That's coffee. Thing, no. Get on Azul and uh, hit up Brian and get some coffee. Send it right out you to talking you. About, uh, you were talking about earlier, um, not to get off topic, but you were talking about earlier about some life lessons. Another thing I'll tell you is I've learned this the hard way. Um over the years but man try not to burn bridges at companies either because like that our industry is super awesome like big expanding but it's also really still super small very like, small. i meet people that i've known yeah. like, oh you were here you were there and i'm like yeah it was me so yeah like, don't burn like, bridges this company i left before this company i left kind of abruptly but like i still put a two weeks in i quit like i quit with dignity i turned in all my stuff i didn't keep nothing like, you know, I, I brought them the stuff back to the shop. I turned it, I didn't like leave and storm out of there. Like, I mean, it's, I'm telling you, man, like not burning bridges is huge. And I've learned that the hard way over the years. Cause like, I definitely burned a shitload of bridges when I was younger. I'd be like, fuck you, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're you never know, going back after that. 
mean, pretty as much. As small I mean, you, as our industry is, everybody knows. If you did that, everybody knows. Like the next day, yeah. if not the same day, everybody's yeah. calling everybody. For sure. Like this guy left the van on the side of the road. He's he left it at CVS. Said, "Come get the keys." Like people yep. know that. I left it like running. Can... It's at McDonald's. Come and get it, dude. If something happens in our industry from a guy, my phone my phone rings from Atlanta. Yeah. Like I know about it. It's small, That's especially it's especially like, now with the dope and tape community, baby. We're all connected. Yep. So, you know, super t- it's a super that's that's a uh, that's great advice. How about a pet peeve? You got a pet peeve? Something what's something that really just chaps your ass? Uh, How about you, Brian? There's a few things. Um when I tell you to go do something, like that I told the apprentice to go do something, like it's it's something that like small, like minuscule. Like I can, com- I could do, do it very easy, but I send you anyway, and then you give me a little attitude. Oh, I freaks out. But um, yeah. if if someone else is not like respectful of my time or or of me, it that gets on my nerves. I'm big on like. like um, Alex has I'm calmed big, me down several times on a job site. A soup like a pet peeve of mine is uh, when got like I like. It's it gets on my nerves when guys aren't like when they don't leave notes about shit because inspections that can like save you a lot of fucking grief. You know what I mean? Like for example, I'm just trying to think of like a good a little, a little bit of paint marker right above the drive valve. Like hey, this one low point takes most of the water. Whatever. There's always good or little like, notes. Or like something yeah. like um, I'm just trying to think like of a situation because I mean I'll go tomorrow and I'll have one like. Be careful when you're draining this fucking valve because it's going to blow up out of the drip cup and fucking make a huge mess in the room. Low or point like, drain in the bathroom in the back. Yeah, like, you know, or, you know, yeah, or like instead of just saying above ceiling, well, all right, give me some fucking details, guys. Above ceiling, outside stair three, you know, in the access panel or something like give me a fucking note or, you know, anything like didn't. Didn't che- didn't check this flow switch because it shunts the elevator. I think Brian was talking about that a couple months ago. Like, you know what I mean? Like, shit like that. I mean, because that shit can, like, the next guy comes behind you. We're like, if I'm going in a building I've never been in before, it's like, I'm, it's basically a new building to me. Even though we, our company has done it five or six times, you know what I mean? It's new to me. I so just recently like, gonna- learned about a shunt where I was called that these guys, um, this contractor took over the testing in the hospital and they just were doing the testing on the pre-action and tripped the shunt and it shut down all their computers in the hospital. Like while there was that's patients there and shit. And, uh, yeah, that's like... that was not good. So then when they came yeah. to the new building, they were asking me to like, does this have a shunt? I'm like, does that have a what? Yeah. A fucking a shunt. shunt. What like are you that... talking about, bubs? I had to make a, I had to make a call. So essentially I've learned about it and all it basically is, is, like a 120 volt breaker that trips some a bigger another breaker like so like you know it's basically like that's the context on just say a flow switch close and they basically you know connect like the neutral and the positive i'm assuming to that breaker and the breaker just trips oh we got some in the chat steve says that the air air pressure is more than water pressure terpy daniel says Passwords to put systems on test. I spend most of my time waiting for managers to figure that shit out. Why? Yeah, just write the. If there's a password, it should be written right on the inside of the panel. Because if someone's in there yeah. with their key, I mean, like, just give them the, the fucking corner. password in the corner. The password, the username, and the number to the fire department and the box You'd number. Be surprised how many times it's not though. And then like it's usually the buildings where it's not. Then the fucking manager has like no clues. They're like, "Well, we don't know. You guys usually do it." I'm like, "Well, I'd like to know what the fuck they were doing." <laughs> It's got to be like, written somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's anno- that is annoying, though. That is huge. It can it can take you like, you know, like you like Brian was saying, jumping in, just getting right out of the truck, keep rolling, and that shit can take you like that fucking thirty or forty minutes. You know? Take yeah. the wind right yeah. out of your sail. That was, this was a good get, show. It'll get my that shit'll get annoying. This was real good quick, catching man. up with you, Donnie. Yeah, man, definitely. Man, thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate it. Man, no problem, man. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you guys for watching. If, if you're still watching, like and subscribe and and comment. You know, even if it's just you know saying hello.
That's Whoever it. Whoever don't like and subscribe is going to flood a fucking building tomorrow. So like and subscribe. Oh, dang. <laughs> Woo! I like that one. You heard him. You heard, heard him, man. You better do it. <laughs> better do it if you're a sprinkler wood. guy and you don't like and subscribe this right now, you're guaranteed going to flood some shit tomorrow. Boom! I played the uh, to do. So I have a sound. I have a soundboard now that I play with. I'm not. I'm trying not to overdo it, uh, but I'm still looking for a little bit of feedback on the soundboard. The music you hear in the Alistair, beginning. I might. Fa- I might fade us out with a little bit of music right now. But all feedback is good feedback. If we're doing something you don't like, let us know. If we're doing something, if we're not doing something that you want to see, let us know. We can change it up. Whatever you want. Freddie Jackson, thank you for the follow. It's our first follow on Twitch in 17 hey, days. <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Oh, that guy's superstitious. Thank you so much. Yeah, you've been doing He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, man. I'm in it now. Oh, shit. All right, so what do we got? Uh, Thursday, we're going on with J-Mac. Last episode with J-Mac, Brian was busy, so this will be um, this will be a good episode. Maybe we'll have J-Mac bring his tools in. No, he's um. He's out. He's a fitter out from my way. He came on and we nice did thing. like a. We had brought our tool bags in and did like a tool bag episode. I got a couple of things I'm to show you guys. I'm not bringing my tool bag in. I'm just gonna take you my fucking van, phone out to the van because the whole dude's got mad. Out. He's got mad gadgets, J Mac. Oh my god! And he's got a. Uh, he's also a barber and he carries it around in like a toolkit and he'll cut your hair on the job at break time. Holy Bro, shit! Dope. It's oh, a barber so slash. Cool. It's a hust- hustler. Hustler. He's like, we gotta finish up with lunch so I can cut this guy's hair. Have a quick lunch. So much like me. Make like, quick forty bucks on break, huh? Boom, done. J Mac on so Thursday. He's a sprinkler guy slash barber. Yep. I gotta fucking watch this show on Thursday. Yeah, yeah man, tune in. You guys sure. tune in as well. Has Everybody. all the gadgets, stuff you haven't even seen before. This is awesome. My man, my man starts breaking out the fucking level and start tapering you up. Like, hold on, you're a little. He's off. got. He's got lasers that attach to his level, and he's got every kind of grid stick. You'll see. Tune in on Thursday if you want to see all J-Mac's tools. Shout out to J-Mac. Shout out to J-Mac. Breaks, I imagine he just breaks out the torpedo level and starts giving you a shape. I'm like, yeah, a little off. <laughs> That's awesome. That's all. all right, guys. As always, thank you for watching, whether you're watching us live or thank replay. You so much. We appreciate you. Don, thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. No worries, guys. Thank Don't you. forget to check out the appreciate Dope and Tape shop if you want to get a hat. Everybody have a good night. Dope and tape out.